Yeah, so it was the Billboard. It was the Billboard 200. Okay. Uh, to answer, to answer. I don't know. I don't know anything about charts, so I don't know if that's like the thing that everyone wants, or if that's just like. I think for for your album it is like if it's okay. for a song then that's yeah. like the hot one hundred. Yeah. I saw a screenshot. Was that real that he went number one or is that? Yeah, just... I mean there was a screenshot that he passed. Yeah, I think he did, he did he did go number one, but then like the Encanto soundtrack came in and <laughs> and I think knocked it from. So there was a screenshot that was like we got to get this back up to number one. So next time, you know, there's like a you know some Disney moms are, are listening to uh, the Encanto soundtrack. We got to get some Tonkas in there. <laughs> like that's yeah. Sometimes uh, that could be his direction in the future. Who knows? <laughs> you know, he, he's always evolving. Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> type music. God, why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Combining my favorite and my least favorite thing. <laughs> that would be Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, is is not is not Twizzy. <laughs> yeah. It's not Twizzy till he makes it Twizzy. Exactly. Law <laughs> Hamilton. Fucking off-brand Hamilton. <laughs> the heat. <laughs> How many X with the perk references can we get into Hamilton? <laughs> Bro, we. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, you have all these like, uh, you have all these like middle-aged people paying like thousands of dollars to see like this sh- this like uh, you know terrible show, but instead it's just like a Yeet concert with like September's in the background, like fucking Adams and shit. He comes out in like Damn. a colonial outfit and is like doing. <laughs> it starts performing like "Sorry about that, bro." <laughs> I can see him in in the uh, in one of those wigs. Honestly, I can see it. In the, the like the George Washington yeah. wig. That would be. Yeah. That's, that's the next step from the turban. That's the, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. The turbans are now gonna you know they're gonna be reselling for for hundreds of dollars, and then we're gonna get the. The colonial period wigs uh, are going to be the newest fashion trend. You know, Hype Beast is going to write about them. Um, the next Grammy performance is going to be Yeet's going to open. and uh, Complete it, renaissance of rap. That's what, uh, it, yeah. that's, that's what it'll be. 
can you imagine Yeet coming out at the Grammys and it's like a steady lineup of the most like mid music you've ever heard, and then it's just coming in off the top rope with a with an intro from uh, from Cole Bennett, and it's just it's just like and now for the next song, uh, we and now for the next performer we have La Crank. <laughs> They're not ready. No. <laughs> Definitely not ready. They might be more ready than uh, than RYM is, but they're not. They're not ready for. Yeah, yeah. I'm disappointed looking at this rating. Uh, uh, fucking horseshit. But honestly, I was gonna change uh, my rating to 4.0 from 4.5 after listening to it a few more times. It is an amazing album, but I honestly think up to me is a little bit better. <sighs> See, you and Kevin. That's a good starting point. We'll we'll get into it. Uh, All right. That, that's a good. That's a good point. Just there's a lot of ratings of his I haven't updated. Like 4L, I need to change that to 4.0 from 4.5 and change <sighs> up to me to 4.5. Yeah. All, right. All right. You're hurting Ben Soul. I am. I am. <laughs> you're you're hurting Ben Soul. Before we get into who's hurting whose soul, uh, this is you're living off borrowed time for the week. I'm um, Caleb Optimal Audio. If we're talking about Yeet, you definitely know who I am, and you know who um, Created by Rejection, aka Ben, is. Hello. Definitely check him out. Glad to have you on again. Um, and for this episode, we also have uh, Seth on, aka J Word. Hello. Very, very happy to have another uh, fellow Yeet enthusiast on here. He was there uh, since for a long time. And, you know, Seth, do you want to kind of give the your background with Yeet real quick, heading into to up to me? Sure. So initially, I got to shout out Rezzy for putting me on in the first place from his SoundCloud account. I got him because he was just reposting and locking every single one of his songs. And that was early 2021, I think, like February. Around the same time, like Rolly Day 2 came out and all that. So it was, before, it was before his uh, first albums came out, so... I'd, even back then, I'd, I could tell he was going to be a force in the rap industry just because of how different he was. And he's just like a conglomeration of so many different styles of Young Thug. And, you know, I'm not going to get to all the name dropping, but he's just a conglomeration of so many popular styles and all the best parts of it. And his ad libs are just next level. And just the consistency is crazy. Hundreds of songs, almost no misses. Um, yeah, he's just one, definitely my favorite rapper at this point. He's been my favorite rapper for the past year, for sure, and cannot wait to see his evolution. And that's, you know, you guys covered pretty much everything else in the last episode, so I think that about covers it. He's just an amazing artist. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly uh, second that. Yeah, we did. I think we, we mentioned, uh, like I mentioned, seeing your comment uh, on uh, that Matt's AK Rezzy's uh, page uh, about how you like found a new favorite rapper or whatever uh, yeah. way back way back when yeah I, I remember seeing that because I had to listen to um, I think we us I had listened to that like a month or two prior or something like that, uh, yeah. around, that around that time period so yeah um, and it, up until Two Alive your favorite was was it up to me was it 4L or what was it um. if, if you had one. Up to pretty- me, up to me is probably my most listened to mm-hmm. and my most favorite. But honestly, it's a close running. Yeah. I could honestly give them almost all of them a four point five, but up to me is just a little bit better. So, 
that one just edges them out just a little bit just from the consistency point. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the, I feel the, the exact same way. Um, and that's, of course, if you listen to the last episode, you definitely, definitely knew that because I wouldn't shut up. So I'm not going to rehash – I'm not going to rehash the previous uh, albums because no one needs to hear me talk more. But uh, heading into this album, To Alive, um, I I know, Ben, you and I had talked about this in the last uh, previous pod about um, just where do we think the evolution would go and how big he could be. Um, didn't spend a lot of time on it, but coming into this album, as soon as the Lyrical Lemonade video dropped... You kind of knew this was different. Just like when Get Busy dropped, you knew that that album was different than the ones before it. I think the difference between what Get Busy did and what <clears throat> the Lyrical Lemonade Still Counting did was that when Get Busy dropped, everyone was like, oh, who is this? Who is this guy? What's the name of the artist of this guy? And now, like when Still Counting came out, everyone was like, this is the new Yeet song. So I feel like he's become more like... Like you can say his name now, and people are gonna go like, "Wait, hold on, who?" Yeah, yeah. Guy's like, name is Yeet. Like, what the what the hell? It's yeah, now yeah. it's now the new Yeet song, the new Yeet album. It's no yeah. longer this new album by this guy or this song that I heard by I don't know who. Right. It's like this is like his big break. So yeah. I Every, have no idea about that when we recorded it. I don't think there was any word of like. Cole Bennett coming yeah. on, or like there was like there was like a Cole Bennett tweet that was like <laughs> he is the artist of of the year or something. Yeah, and, yes, yeah. But I didn't know that they were that they were collabing. So that, that's the big deal. I don't know if Lyrical Lemonade still has the cachet that it did a few years ago, but it's still a pretty big fucking deal. Like, it has enough people listening. There's enough people listening to make it go big. It doesn't have the same sort of you know. It's subscriber, it's subscriber base is already so big. No exactly. matter what they post, it's going to go big. Yeah. So someone in, because uh, I don't know, I, I absentmindedly skim YouTube comments sometimes, but there was a, there was a a comment that was like, I wish, like, Uno and Fawny exploded when they did their lyrical M&A videos or whatever like this, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, just time and place. Mm-hmm. You know, and what blows up versus what doesn't. I mean, yeah, I, you wonder if Uno and Fonia came out a few years later and they were in the TikTok era. Because I mean, now they've had they both had songs get get you know popularity on TikTok, but it it's kind of like retroactively mm-hmm. songs. I don't think that anyone is going to be like, oh yeah, the next Uno album. No, it's going to be a smash hit. It'll have like a song or two that'll get like traction because of you know TikTok, mm-hmm. um, especially the most recent album, which had like you know it was essentially like a you know just all rage beats. Um, but it's not like the same. It's not the same. There wasn't that like level of excitement that like Uno and Fawny were going to be like important rappers for the next decade, like that there was like four years ago, probably or five years ago. But no. I, might, I might just be talking on my ass. No, I mean you're you're right. You're right. It's just I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with like pardon the pun, but like rage beats being all the rage. Like, is that what actually people is the reason Yeet is like a thing is because people are digging the rage beats? Is it because like he's got the flow? Because I think like, it's just a combination of several things. It's a combination, but like that's what I'm saying. It's like because Uno and Fawny didn't have those 
style of beats, would they have been big? Is that is that the big draw? I guess. I think it's just honestly, I just think Yeet I love Uno and Fawny, but I think Yeet's just better. Like I agree. Oh, no, I agree. Yeah. And yeah, then I, I was, that I, and his the way that he just his work ethic he put in this past year and he really after he got those cosigns, you know, a lot of times rappers they just don't release that much music. He just went all in. I think that had a lot to do with it. You know, he just threw everything out there and just saw what st- stuck. And he got lucky in, in a way. And it was just that and being that talented and just having that level of exposure and just the amount of songs he released all contributed to his rise. Yeah, I was talking to Caleb about this. It was like he posted something that was like, this like next stuff that I got going on is like 10 times, thousand times better than like my current album. I'm like, you haven't even dropped like two, you hadn't even dropped two alive at the time. And he was already saying like his next stuff was even better. That's like that kind of like work ethic and grind, if you will, is like, that's what's keeping him in like the game. That's what, that's, that's why people are so interested. He's never stopping. He's never, he's never looking back. He's always moving forward. And if you listen to like his music from like a year ago compared exactly. to today, and then you listen so to Fawny or Ani or Uno's music from three years ago compared to today, he's already evolved so much more than they have. You know, no, no shade on them at all. But he's just he's just that much more talented. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't know. I mean, according to tw- Twitter, told me that all his songs sound the same. So I'm not sure that I'm allowed. Oh, to, I'm not. I'm not sure that I'm allowed to believe that he, he could evolve as an artist. I'm not sure. I, I I heard he sounds like a young thug clone. I heard all his beats are the same. Every song sounds the same. So. Oh, uh, I didn't know Twitter said that. Never mind. I'll take it. <laughs> right. Tw- you know, because Twitter told me recently that ped- pedophilia is bad. Like when, uh, watch consuming the the movies I watch, and bad people are bad on screen. And now they're telling me how I should listen to my music. So now I'm, I, yeah. I probably should rethink my life choices. Yep, but, rethink everything. Gosh, yeah. I just, oh, I guess I should just go back to listening to 2016 Young Thug, and that's it. That's all I can listen to. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think in the lead up to this, like I knew it would be big, but I was kind of stunned how big that it's that it is. Uh, I mean, I can't. I guess in 2022, you still can't underestimate someone being on a major and like you know getting major playlist placements and things like that. Um, for what it's worth, it's not everything, and he's been independent for most of his career. But um, you know, you can't underestimate that push. Um, and also, and it might just. I know it's probably just me because of how my algorithm on like social media sites is, but there was just always need content in like my feeds for anything whether it's you know a tiktok or less so on something like twitter or whatever but it's the i see it in the like recommended um from people like you don't follow or whatever so i just the social media presence and we talked about how like him being in on the joke and all that like you know creating his own language essentially um it's something definitely like an attraction to to that sort of thing everyone loves the the like so-called language that he's creating everyone people are just using it it's sticking i love that yeah oh it's definitely sticking it's It's definitely sticking um it's sticking so much that i'm seeing people being like the hell is this like sort of of thing so um oh yeah me and my coworkers, we have like a joke where we'll just come up behind each other and whisper each each other's ears 
uh, Lacrink. Like, <laughs> we're all seductively. It's, it's hilarious, yeah. Gosh, I wish I had people I worked with that I could say. Uh, <laughs> but that's actually incredible. Did, did you guys say that uh, it's Mooktober uh, when he dropped the album? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> guys, I, I think it's Mooktober. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, God. He just he knows he, he knows it's like it, I mean it is a meme like the language is hilarious like it's, it's great yeah but it's also it, it translates so well to like his how he just raps and how he pronounces his enunciations mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, also another thing I think people discount is he didn't really come out from nowhere he was involved with Slay World for a long yeah. time and also read I don't know if it's true or not. That Wheeland originally was the one who gave him his vocal presets and kind of gave him the sauce. Yeah, and Wheeland's got connections for show. You know, he's mm-hmm. working with Mike Dean, so it's not like, you know, you just came out from nowhere for sure. No, yes, definitely. Yeah, he he, he definitely came. He rose from relative obscurity as it pertains to like, even out of the Slay World camp, like a year and a half ago, he was like fourth on the popularity list. Yeah, that's true. You know, like Hancan had. A little more momentum. Obviously, Summers and Autumn had more momentum. I thought that if there was going to be an artist that went to his level, it was going to be Autumn. Like I didn't think I did too. Question. I thought especially with how Nina and Still the Same were doing, I was like, oh yeah, this is like. I mean, he's basically like a pop songwriter with those type of songs. Um, And Autumn has been blowing up. You know, he had he's he's a big or you know big relative, but you know he's a mainstream artist adjacent at this point. Um, But it's just a different it's a different level it's a shame they never collab anymore no because they're just annoying i don't know <laughs> i know just petty yeah. bullshit. autumn's like mad annoy- annoying about that shit and like i don't know is it is it only autumn that has no, like i mean they i think i, I thought know. i heard that like can can and summers were all good with him but i, I knew i knew autumn had some beef or something oh yeah summers Summers uh, said in, in the, the Art Generation Music interview from like a few months back that they're like he's so proud of him and like they're cool as like he's never they've never like not been cool. Yeah, because um, like and then like Isaiah shouted out it. Yeah, that was, that was I think that like was a, yeah. a month ago or something. That was pretty cool. And I love how he had a feature on Isaiah's album before or EP. Yeah, before uh, that. Um, it was like a minute long song. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. it was on War, right? That was the yeah. That was war. That was that was like the first time where I think people were like, "Hey, like maybe this could be like he it was like his first real big, relative big sort of feature." I think. Yeah, I mean, not that anybody except us listened to that tape in 2020. But if you knew like, anything about, but if like you knew anything about Slay, if you knew yeah. anything about Slay World, you knew at least about War. I think coming out. Oh sure. So that was when everyone, I think, started. Not everyone, but you know what I mean. That was like the first. Yeah, that that, that and that was pre uh, money fetish and all that stuff. So once that stuff came out, then it was like okay, like you know, there's there's something, and you know, we we hashed that out on the previous. Mm-hmm. That was. I don't want to get down too too bogged down because I do want to talk about the album. Um, since this, you know, we're doing we're doing bite sized episodes with these uh, album, you know, initial reactions. So. Yeah, album's been out for a couple days. Uh, I don't know when this will get posted, but probably in, in the next few weeks. Um, but it's been out for a few days. You guys, have, we've all listened to it multiple times, I'm sure. Any initial reactions from either one of you? Like, what was your overall take? I have kind of a, a, a question I'm going to throw at both of you. 
rank the Yeet album openers because I think his album openers are his most consistently like top shelf. Um, we're just doing the we're so, just doing four. Just the, the first, just the yeah, just the big just four, the main four. Yeah, if you had to rank them, because I it's pretty difficult. Let's see. I got. I have. I had a big list. So no. Well, do either of you have a favorite of the four? Yeah, I'll say that uh, that you can think of off the top of your head, whether it's um, Tesla's Always Alive. Honestly, I think uh, Poppin might be my favorite out of the four, like just from initial listens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it's definitely closely up. followed by I really really love Tesla's and Rivers too. Like that's that's a legendary song. So that song is so good. It's yeah. just, it's to me, good. Teslas and Rovers and Come On are basically tied. Come On is my favorite song off of Up to Me. If that is any surprise, I don't know. That might be a surprise to people, but um, both of them are maybe almost tied. I'd probably put Come On a little higher. It's just such a hype song. But Teslas and Rovers, insane beat. And then is it? It's Always Alive. Mm-hmm. It's also very very close behind. Yeah, I'd probably put Poppin a little bit more back. Yeah, always a lot would probably be my fourth, but still an amazing song. And then come on, honestly, come on, and I have to agree, Tesla's and Rovers and come on are about tied, and that, that could change. You know, I've just been listening to Poppin' a whole lot recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really gets me hype. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's like the perfect way to start. Great, great I mean, intro. The the first line, like "I need my drugs, I need my love," is like yeah. just a hell, a hell of a way to start your album. Like, uh, you know, good. Good uh, mission statement type type, right. type beat. Um, just no breather at all, just immediately. Exactly. It drops it right in, and then it cuts right out to it. Yeah. Man. There's yeah. no intro or outro, really. It reminded me of, um, like, there's that, that just that line, I knew my daughter's name of. It reminded me something of, like, a like a Juice World lyric that I would hear. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it rings very similar, um, like, a, like a Juice World rap track. Yeah. So I, I find that kind of interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. No, Benji so. delivered, of course. Gosh, the, you could oh, argue man. the two best beats on the record are <laughs> like you, and I, I probably agree. Uh, he is so talented at not only at producing, but also at rapping too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone deserves just more credits on big things, please, <laughs> Benji Cold. Like, gosh, do you got you guys know why he's icy? No. No, no, haven't figured it out yet. I we're all still asking. I, I would like to figure it out. Also, just the placement of his tag is so perfect on both, yeah. both Poppin and Taliban, which we'll get into. But um, DJ, what are your guys' favorite songs about this? I go first. Um, I had like a, just like a rough top ten, so sure. mine would probably be Poppin, Real Six, Rollin'. Racks, um, Double, Taliban. Honestly, I don't know if this is controversial or not. Call Me is one of my favorites by far. Call I me. love that song so much. The way whenever he does poppy, the more poppy songs he does it so well. Yeah. Uh, Smooktober, of course. Still Counting, of course. Uh, I think I left one off. Uh, let me. Oh yeah, on the line. I love on the line too. That's probably like my rough top ten, but that's that could change at any time. Uh, on the line is on the line is fucking sick. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I think all those songs except for uh, 
Rack's got me. That's the only one with the feature that's in the top ten. Yeah. Yeah, out of all of them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ben, do you have a, a favorite or a couple favorites or? Um, I would say like top five right now would probably be. Um, honestly, there's a whole middle section which is like my one through four. Mm-hmm. So, um, but never again would be the fifth, and then don't the just jump through Taliban with don't lie rolling in between yeah. all four of those. I don't know if it's because like when I listened to it, I like the first time I must have like paid super close attention or something, and so those tracks just stuck in my head immediately. But there's something about those four tracks: jump, rolling, don't lie, Taliban, just. Those are my favorites. That's that was his best work, in my opinion. Yeah, no, um, that all all good choices. That that middle run is is great. Um, yeah, there's there's not a single one that I'm like, oh, you know, I, I wouldn't agree. But I guess on on album thoughts for for each of you, because I'm seeing some, you know, as an artist gets bigger, there's gonna be a lot more people that are introduced to their music and in this case you know i've seen some excitement but what i've also seen is a lot of like lukewarm or reactions or you know eat his ass or blah 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 you know ranging from bad to lukewarm reactions so i'm interested in because to me honestly it feels like there are songs on here that i would show someone as like their first eat song and there are songs that i wouldn't so I think it does a really good job of walking the line between acquiring new audience and keeping in tune with what your fans want and what the people have come to expect from you already. Mm-hmm. I would. I'm actually surprised that people are finding like "Poppin" to be like the song to show. Like everyone's like, this is like the song. And when you talk about like songs to show, like people who have never gotten into Yeet, it never would have occurred to me that out of all, of, I know the beat is like nice, but like "Poppin" is such like a very laid back song i was like oh this is for like the yeet fans who like go back because i was like this is this is a little more of like a it's not as it's, it's not as poppy as i thought as, as everyone as i feel like everyone's trying to make it out to be but it's good it's really good i just i don't know if that would be the song i don't I think any i don't think any song on here has the instantly like memeable potential of like a, a get busy or a sorry about that or anything like where it's like it's like pop song writing like genius mm-hmm. with an obvious like oh this is why type thing um so i do i kind of agree with you on that when you said on the first day that double was going to be that song i agree with you i think I thought, double yeah i thought double I thought was double, very was going to be like the big song when i yeah. first listened to it because the snippet had been around and everybody loved the snippet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's I right. Like, oh, been, it, that it, was around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that it just would make sense. That, that was going to be big. I could see still counting being the one that still I still count is definitely the one for most people. I feel like. Yeah, I could see yeah. it. But d- d- in terms of quality and the, the body of work, like, do you guys, I'm not asking you to rank all the E records, but like, were you disappointed by this? Live with the expectations, et cetera, et cetera. Like, how are you, you know, do, do you, are you like me and you get annoyed at some of the reactions you see online? Do we avoid all the Cardi takes? Like, what do we, what do we do? Oh, man. I just, I get annoyed at people saying that every song sounds the same for sure. 
Like that's ridiculous. There's there's a there's actually good variety on this. I think, in my opinion, like you have the more ragey type songs. You have his poppier songs. You have kind of the slower change of pace songs. Kind of like narcotics is like really slow and druggy feeling. Mm-hmm. And there's just a lot of variety on here. I don't get why everybody's saying every song sounds the same for sure. <laughs> and I think it. I definitely think it delivered to my expectations. I don't think it's a drop off in quality whatsoever. I was. It's, very hot. I listen to this album every day in the gym, but literally. Oh, it came yeah. out. The gym is where this album thrives. For real, though. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Um, you know, ben, anything? Yeah. I'm sure you um, agree, but you know, I definitely, anything. definitely agree. Um, I mean, it never, obviously, I like this one more than Up To Me, actually, so mm-hmm. I found it to be an even bigger step up. Um, I was trying to create just like a big, like, ranking of all the songs because i was bored one night and like every almost every song was in the top 50 for me from this album so it's like it's super consistent super consistent the fact that people are like it's you can't tell the songs apart i don't know if that really has something to do with like us who have listened to this kind of music just over and over again where we can tell that this but like i don't i don't get the i don't get the the sort of notes that people say where they're like I think you know. a, a big problem is people just put it on and listen to it very half-assed and he has a very if you don't pay attention to his flows they do kind of all just kind of blend together but if you I mean if yeah if you don't pay attention they all blend together but if you do he has he switches it up all the time like it's always fresh he's all it's always just like kind of a word salad almost which is what probably throws some people off and makes it seem like he is kind of saying the same things over and over again and reusing the same flows but you have to he's definitely an artist that requires more attention than just you know gunna or young thug some of the young thugs popular songs at least you know i think the way he does his vocal inflections is just can and the melodies that he can bring out i mean that alone should kind of disqualify any sort of like sounding the same i mean there's just ups and downs and he's he's singing his heart out on some of these tracks he goes from he goes from the low register to the high register like all the time like he's never staying in the same vocal range yeah like i'm just better where he's like the the I'm bipolar vibes like the I'm I'm bipolar lyric. Yeah. He's like going up and down and up and down like. He he, he mastered his voice somehow like it's ridiculous how he can just do yeah. that at will. That's that Doug influence for sure. Yeah, and that's why I don't get why people say he's more of a Cardi clone than Thug. Like I see the young Thug influence so much more, and you know then it's not even he's a clone. He definitely is in his own lane for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of frustrates me that we're years removed from the emergence of uh, Gonna and Lil Baby, and we're still doing the X is a clone of X artist debate, like, or a talking point. Um, it's like, guys, like, what are we doing? Um, and to your point, Ben, about uh, are we are we just seasoned listeners? That's why we're not noticing that maybe everything sounds the same. I think it's just a result of like passive listening. Like I, I could agree with that. And even if you're passive listening, as an example, we talked about how Poppin has no outro, no transition. You're just into you're in the outside. Well, outside sounds way different. It's like mid tempo. Young mm-hmm. Thug, Young Thug, for my opinion, gives one of his best features in years. 
has like a very lucid, calm, collected kind of verse. And then you're into Real Six, which is, you know, kind of like a low, menacing type song. And then Never Again, you're back on like a, a, a prototypical, like, you know, um, rage beat, you know, damn trash, you made that, like, type vibe. So I think uh, it's interesting that you claim that thug had one of his best verses because i know people that were just so disappointed by yeah it. i think everyone wanted that like him to bring the energy and they wanted like they wanted like a really intense you know crazy thug they wanted the harambe thug on there. people 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 wanted the harambe thug that's right but i mean i don't know i thought it was fine i didn't think it was a world beater i can agree with people who say it felt too safe but I mean, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was just—it was the type of song, like you know. It was he, the song he was on. He don't not, it, was, it was. Yeah, yeah it was in he's the. He's not going to do. He's not going to go crazy on a beat like outside. Yeah. It, it was. It was in the pocket of of the song, so I thought it made it made perfect sense. Um, I think I thought that Gunna doing a heat impression was very funny. Um, yeah. That he was, killed it though. His, his that was a great feature. Yeah, it was better than most of uh, his, his most recent albums. So, yep. that's definitely something that I was happy to hear. And then, I think my overall thoughts are, I there's just it was almost better than what I thought it was going to be, and that's what when the leak came out and I heard it once, I'm like, okay, like we're good, like we're safe, like you know, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you hear the album. Uh, you know, on the album release date, and I'm so happy that this album exists, and we're and we're talking about it, and we're all enjoying it. And then you just see the massive deluge of downvotes <laughs> <laughs> on the on the uh, the site, and you just in the real world is not feeling it as much as you are. But you know that shouldn't mean anything. But it's just kind of a a bummer because you know you want other people to to like what you like. And so it's kind of like, ah, oh, you introduced this like wholly unique artist to a large mass of people. They're not going to really get what makes this artist unique. Um, and so, you know, it's tough to like L plus ratio your way out of that conversation. <laughs> you, can't, you can't really do that. Um, but yeah, like there and, and with the evolution topics, I know I posed the question to you. You guys tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think he's made a song like Roland before. Or, no, that's his that's his most melodic he's ever gone in my opinion that's one of my favorite off of the album yeah Yeah. i mean i i knew i knew of it because i had heard the little snippet with like the middle part with the burr you know all that stuff but um that 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 hook is like just if there was a song that people said that he's a thug clone this is the one i could see for this is the only one really I could see for the way the way he does his voice is very thug like, and obviously he's influenced by it. So it's not any sort of it's not a, it's not bad. I just yeah I I can agree I could agree with people if I if I only heard that song. Yeah, I I think the way that it like the way it does that that hook I I could see it. Um, I the second verse is like is so sick. Uh-oh. There's there's great lines on that. Yeah, song. just the way it breaks down, and obviously like that, you know. Every uh, time I still didn't give a shit, I still went. I still went number one. Yeah. yeah. So my pockets are full of money. They're fucking schmunk, schmunked or whatever. What do you? <laughs> 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 He's talking about like how his fans are like 
like a cult. Yeah, it's called yeah, they read my Bible. Like, <laughs> that's my Bible. Saying, yeah. come, that's that's a good line. Like even in the most traditional rap sense, that's a that's a good line. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand people, but yeah, that's yeah. it. He's always that's had some good one liners for sure. He's good, yeah. very good quotables. I feel like Jump is a song that could be a hit. Jump is my personal favorite off the album. Yeah, just because just because like the hook is so easy, like to to do to just like yeah. Set. Yeah. almost positive that's a Starboy Rob beat from what I remember, and it's the the little synth line that's going out through it is so good. It, it, we're calling it, it the the jump out the house off the of the of the album. Uh, okay, it's yeah, sure, jump. Jump. Yeah, Jump. that's exactly what it reminded me of too. Yeah, yeah. it it is a Starboy Robbie just too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I thought I, uh, I, September's Rich's verse was very good. Yes. Uh, people hate surprised. him. People hate him. <laughs> it's pretty corny, but some of his verses are all right. <laughs> I, I really like that verse. Um, yeah. I really like oh, his. That's a really good song. Yeah. Did he, did he say richer than your granny or something? What what do you what oh, do you say? He, um <laughs> He said something about uh No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I don't remember off the top of my head, but yeah. Um I think one of my underrated songs is uh Can't Die. Can't Die. Oh the I think his flow on that is absolute butter. And like I don't really see people talking about it that much. The backing vocals on this one that are just throughout the like, mm, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. one of his more like melodic songs. I love that one. Yeah, love those. And then when he yeah. was like, "Who was the first one that's rocking the turb?" The turb. Yes. It's like, like come on. I'm pretty sure some people before you were rocking. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh. That that's a that's a good really underrated song though it kind of like it kind of ducktails would call me pretty well. Um, that's like yeah. the first like true love song for, that yeah. I heard from him, which was really I don't know maybe I'm not thinking of another song, but like that's the first one I could think of where it was like it was like I was like oh this is like cute and sad yeah. and like <laughs> heartfelt. Yeah. I liked that. My my friend sent that song to like his girlfriend and then. She was like, "Oh, this is this is nice," but then. Uh, <laughs> Wait, which song are y'all talking about? But then, but then I think. Call she, me. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love call me. She was like, "Yeah, this is nice," but then I think she looked up the lyrics, and I, I don't know if she thought it was as nice, but yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of a demanding song, but you know, it's it's in the right place. Yeah. No, it's no, it, place. it's hard. It's in the right place. Yeah. It's the, the intent was there. Um, I mean, I've listened to it with my girl a few times. She loves that song. So. <laughs> There's there's two different opinions. There we go. Uh, it, it should have been me. Why <laughs> uh, do, do you guys think there's, there's only one filthy beat on here? I was kind of surprised. Yeah, yeah. but he came he through. Delivered. He delivered. He did. Sure. That's a, and I love his flow and his uh, how he went a little quieter on that song. It matches the beat perfectly. It's kind of a little bit more subdued. Mm-hmm. See, he says something about like my, my girl loves me. I bought her a Birkin. <laughs> I was like, nice. So good, good for you. Eat. Um, but yeah, that that's like one of the grimier songs on here. I feel like. Yeah. It kind of gave me a um. Uh, it kind of gave me a 
I'm trying. I'm, I'm now blanking on on the song that it reminded me of. Uh, unfortunately, it's very reminiscent of the up to me grimy yeah. style that was on stuff like Rockstar. Yeah, I was gonna say Turbin, like yeah, I, I was those kind say, of songs. I was gonna say like Hey or something, but yeah, yeah, that, Hey, yeah, yeah, those kind of like more intense. Someone said this was a Halloween beat, which it definitely yeah. is. No, it's smooth. It's Smooktober. So Smooktober beat. Smooktober. So when when October comes, uh, one of my favorites on here, and it was destined to be my favorite since I heard the snippet and couldn't stop playing it, even when there was like an off-brand rapper on half the song. So I only listened to half the song. Was uh, Geek High, which I, I always think of as Geeker because the snippet was like called Geeker. Yeah, that that was that's an insane hook. That was around for quite a while. I feel like it was. That was what. That was the one that everyone thought Uzi was going to be on. I'm pretty yeah, because sure. the because the SoundCloud leak of it just had a picture of Uzi, and then he was on. like, "No, yeah. it's it, it's yeah. not going to have Uzi on it." Yeah, but I mean, I just fucking love. I love the little like background vocal, like the real geeker, like in the background, and um, you know, if you listen to that song once, you're like, "Oh yeah, this hook's really good." Like, you know. And yeah, Kit Carson's verse, I'm not even a big fan of his, but I thought he came through on his verse. And yeah. everyone, everyone hates it. Because it's so, like, it's so atypical for Ken. And then the, oh, the mixing, I love the song, but I can't enjoy the mixing. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Apparently he recorded it on his iPad. And Ken notoriously loves his iPad. Yes, I've seen he's so always recording. Things. He's always recording stuff with it, so... I mean, not surprising if he did record it, because it does sound off. There's no question about it. It's the the very first listen. I was like, eh, but then from like listen three onwards, I'm like, this is great. So it didn't it didn't yeah. necessarily like bomb for me. I, I I really like his verse. I was kind of surprised he was featured on this, but um, you know, good good for Ken. Um, mm-hmm. Good verse, uh, great fucking song. I um. What was the? I was thinking of another, another part in uh in that song that was so funny to me, but um, it's escaping me right now. But uh, yeah, that's a great one. I mean, and Taliban's one of my favorites. I, that beat is like that song is one that I would show people personally. I don't know if you guys will. Really? Who yeah, it's, it's like a pretty like it's a pretty like that's it's, probably like the. Continue, continue. It's a typical it's a typical Yeet song, but it's not there's not that much like going on with his vocal performance in the sense that like he's it's very even it's pretty even keeled and I think the hook is pretty sticky. I mean there's not much there's not a lot to it. And like the beat and the melody are so great that I don't know, I feel like people I feel like the fact that it's like the only pure like plug type sound you know benji delivers of course but like it's not it's not like it doesn't have that like maybe i don't know what people like in me and i just like what i like and so that's why i'm like struggling to like figure out no like, maybe you're right. song to show because like i'm like oh this is one of like the more slower you know more pluggier type tracks and so it feels more of like a, a deeper cut if you will mm-hmm. where it's like something i would think like something like um Something like Still Counting, I would say, is probably the closest. Yeah. Outside is pretty. It's a pretty standard beat. Yeah, just because it's a young dog 
feature on it too. Also, yeah, yeah. You There's could probably you could probably show Rax got me. Rax got me is a pretty yeah. Rax call me. Uh, I mean, Rax got me and call me would probably be like my two. I would show people. Just call me would be another introduce good one. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That on the line hook is so good. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. That one. That one is. That was called, like big dog. Before I'm pretty sure that was what everyone referred it to through the leak. That was a great one. Right. Do you guys think the? Do you guys think that the rumored? Deluxe version will uh, will a come out soon and be like deliver like what kind of songs think will be on it? Do you think it'll be like a uh, you know how do you think that's gonna play out? I, I imagine I'll drop it because it, it doesn't market for it. I mean, I hope it. Uh, I don't know. I just hope it has a couple more high profile features on it. Honestly, Uzi is apparently rumored to be on it. Yeah, he yeah, said he well, said he'd be on it. I so that's the only confirmed one in a sense. I think. Do you, do you think it's going to be like twenty new songs? I think no way neat. It, it has the potential to be, but the way he's been dropping, like it's it's never it's never just a little. I mean, we could get like an EP style deluxe, but like I don't know. He's got the 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 snippets are out there with there's over. 50 or so so there's plenty of tracks to just drop and see he's already trying to move forward from this era so he kind of wants to just throw everything he's got and then move on yeah Yeah, i'll say it'll be at least 10 plus yeah yeah Uh, i mean i'm not going to object to to 15 new yeet songs or whatever the number might be um i would like a summer's feature That'd be kind of cool because he he was on that summer's track, um, a few months back. So I was a little bit disappointed in the Young Ko song. I mean, it's a good song, but it's not as good as I thought it would be. I think that's the weakest song on the on the album. However, it might have the funniest line on the album. <laughs> if you guys know, you guys know what I'm referring to. The the most sex positive line on the, the album. That was I loved that line because I was like at first I was like oh yeah, no what what did this hard for sure. what did he just say. Yeah. I, was, uh, oh, okay. I had to rewind that one. Yeah. No, I, I was genuinely concerned that we were getting like some transphobic shit, but then we were good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just very surprising to hear him say that. Like, oh, well. Oh, good. Yeah. The narcotics. That was uh, definitely the most polarizing track, I would say. I think people just didn't vibe with the feature as much. Maybe that came from the disappointment of, you know, Yeet. The song. Especially with the contrast between the uh, Yeet feature on Young Ko's album. Yep, know? exactly. The, yeah. the Yeet song is definitely. I mean, for me personally, if I were to put it up in like my top Yeet songs, it'd probably be like top five. Which, so. Yeah, it's, it's in my top ten for sure. That's a great song. That's a great song. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to. I mean, to see some that were like, "Oh, it's, it's good," but it's like you know, it's like, I don't know. Um, so much slower and laid back than everything else, really. Yeah. yeah. So, I think when people heard Yeet the song, everyone was like, oh, this Yeet KO new collab is going to be hype. It's going to be so intense. And it was very, like, slow and, you know, just vibing along with the beat. So, 
Yeah, it definitely comes in because it comes in after Taliban and before Call Me. Like, I think if it was, I rarely say this about Yee Projects. I think if it was sequenced somewhere else, it would have been received better. Um, just because you're kind of in a interesting like pocket because the like on the line to Taliban run like flows so nicely, and I feel like you could have put narcotics maybe further back, like post. I feel like you should put narcotics and call me as like the closers, pretty much. You know, I don't like still count as the closer, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's too high to be the closer. Yeah, I, I agree. Especially because it's like the big one and the one that everyone heard first. In a sense, it's like the one that got everything popping. I don't know. I feel I like think, it should have been closer to the front. I think, um, yeah, I think you could put call me as the closer. I I might even put. Um, Geek High is the closer, or maybe like a. I don't know, because then you're kind of ending with a Ken, the Ken feature. You kind of want to yeah. end with sure. like Smook, Smooktober. I mean, Smooktober, kind of a closer. Usually, usually the closers are. I mean, I'm, I'm using you know quote, but usually it's more of like a emotional type yeah. type yeah. vibe. You know, for, for, for fun. fun. One of my yeah. favorite Yeet songs by far. Lying yeah. for fun. I mean, those that heard the first episode, they don't need me to talk about that song again. But um. The yeah. narcotics kind of actually felt like to me like stayed the same on up to me where it kind of yeah. was like a it's very it was very different than the rest of the the super previous four songs and it was way more of like a breather like slower like no offense to narcotics but we couldn't put all day right there and we could just move narcotics to the deluxe like we couldn't just slide yeah. like if all day isn't on the deluxe. I might. You're you're big pushing for all day. It's already out there. It's already it out, is there. out there. But it's not like a. I mean, it, the I want, song like, is out there, but it's not like a real song. Like he I dropped know. it and pulled it. I know. Is is that real? If a tree no. fell in the forest, like yeah, it, but it's up on wave. It's up on wave guide. So I know, and we, I, I'm big. Need it's, on like Spotify, though. it's not on Spotify, but like then again, like Broly Day isn't on Spotify, so. I just, I don't know. I want those, like, 10-second snippets that he's been dropping. Those, to me, have way more. We can get 19 10 seconds. Yeah, we could. And then we can get all day. I'm just giving you shit. (laughs) I can't believe you just wouldn't want that amazing song on a project. I do want it. I just already have it, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. That's that's fair. Uh, How do you guys think, um, I'm contractually obligated to ask this question as we're winding down here. Um, how do you guys think that Yeet is going to progress forward? Because, like, I mean, I, we, I think we all see stylistic shifts on this in, in certain ways and in, in evolution and in certain ways. Um, how do you think, A, he'll shift, you know, when he drops again in four months? And B, how do you see the conversation either evolving or changing? Or how, whatever, how do you think the conversation around Yeet is going to be for the remainder of the year? Um, I mean, I still think we're not even close in terms of like the height of where it can go, especially this year. I'm really, I'm really prepping for Drake to come in with the Yeet flow. Like it's, it's bound to happen. He's going to jump on a rage beat. He's going to try out the flow. And everyone's have, gonna... have you seen the TikTok where it's like, um, it's like a guy guzzling a water bottle, and the caption is like Drake all day. Uh, Drake uh, <laughs> after he practices his e flow all day. <laughs> I mean, 
it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Drake, as like it or not, he's in touch with like the culture in the underground. He's like Yachty. He knows what's going on, even if he just like doesn't admit it. But so I still think there's way more potential to blow up in the scene. I mean, the number one that was briefly there for like an hour or so, I could see a number one. If he keeps dropping like close enough, like if he drops in like three or four months, he'll be well-remembered enough from the previous. If he waits too long, I don't think, I think he'll miss the mark. But the way he's progressing now, if he drops something in like four to five months, people will know and he'll get, he'll get even higher. Yep. I agree. And also I just, I mean, personally, I love the rage beats and everything, but there's only so much he can do with that. I don't see him sticking with that style for too much longer. And he's also smart enough not to stick with one style for too long to, you know, get stale as well. I can, you know, I just, it's very exciting to see where he goes. I just think he's, he has the potential to be very creative and, I really don't know where he's going to progress, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I think this is kind of like the the start of of a new trilogy, much like the the three albums he dropped last year was. Whereas those three albums, as you progressed through each one, you could see that there were like clear stylistic connections, and none of those albums sounded like We Us or Hold On or or what have you. Or, so, I think this mm-hmm. is kind of like the start of of a new ascension and. Yeah, I mean, he's for all for all I can tell, he's a good marketer. He's got insane work ethic, so um, I anticipate it. I don't anticipate the conversation improving, um, but we'll see. It is always how it starts, you know. Years ago, we were uh, the, you know, the collective hip hop world. There were many people, you know, dogging Cardi and Uzi and insert artist here until their acceptance. So that's kind of how it works, right? Yeah, I was mentioning this somewhere else on like a comment where I was like, "This is hap- not," and I'm not calling Ye like he's not like Future, Cardi, Uzi, no, Chief Keef, but like, but like all these guys had at the start, all those guys were told by the hip hop community that like this shit sucks. Like, yeah, as soon as they like clear derision, starting yeah. to hit like the waves, people were taken aback immediately and i'm not saying that he is gonna be like you know chief keith i'm not comparing them i'm just saying that when those kind of artists make it big and people start like listening and they start making you know the top 100 like it's just it's just the natural way people are gonna react i don't really care too much it's like one of those things where i like i'm listening to it i like it and it's really too bad if you can't see why yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I agree. I think that's a really good way to close the episode. Um, really appreciate both of you guys coming on. Um, we'll have, we'll definitely have their uh, links in the description if you guys want to give them a follow. Check them out. They're always up to date on everything in the underground. So definitely, definitely peep their uh, their pages. Um, you know, Seth, Ben, thanks for thanks for coming on. We'll be we'll probably we might we might congregate again. Uh, sometime in the summer or the fall when the next Heat album comes out and maybe he has a top 10 billboard hit by that point uh, you know it can it can only go up you know it's it's, uh, it's up to him right 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Of course. Of course. As always, thank you. Absolutely. Uh, you know, our, this has been Living Off Borrowed Time. I'm Caleb. Special thanks to, to Seth and Ben. And um, our outro music is Stagnated Pace by Can Kick. We will see you guys next week. Time will dawn upon us.